Dave from Australia, from the palatial yet not overly ostentatious Bill Show Studios. It's time for the Bill Show Politics this week. And now, here are your hosts, Bill and Randy. Hello, Randy. <laughs> Hi, Bill. How are you? I'm fine, I'm man. Mr. How are you? I'm Mr. Dulcet Tones. I... Uh, hello, listen- hello, listener. Um, we're in lockdown, by the way. We are. Um, we're in... We do that here in Australia when uh, COVID rears its ugly head. We and, are. We're, um, we're locked down, yeah. Man. Yeah. We're totally yeah, locked down. Yeah, and I, th- I, don't, I don't really think they know what that means, but it... Uh, well, that means you know, we, we can't, can't leave... Try- we can't leave our we house. We can't travel more than, uh, well, no, you're, you've got five reasons you can well, leave. 5K uh, away. Shop, yeah, for shopping, uh, necessary work, uh, getting your vaccine, that kind of stuff. But, I mean, it's, like, it's not, uh, you're not, you're not under house arrest. Yeah. And you must, you must wear a mask. Um, I mean, we're, uh, Bill and I are not so bad because we kind of hey. live semi-rural, rurally, you know. Randy, like, Randy, I, uh, did you, have you had your... Um, Shot yet? Yeah, I did. I got my uh, first jab last week. I got my um, first jab last week. And yeah, I'm very happy okay, to yeah. I'm very happy to be vaccinated and tagged electronically by Bill Gates and the worldwide conspiracy. <laughs> no, that's the other that's the other one. No, I'm tagged now, man. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I've got I I've got the one with ten percent Viagra in it. <laughs> Oh man! No, just kidding, just kidding. No, You'd be more uh, than that. That's, that's a myth. That's a myth. A myth. Uh, I saw this. I saw this wonderful thing that said, "Look, uh, Pfizer also makes Viagra, yeah. and if they can ra- if they can raise the dead, they can save your life." There you go. So, it's a public service <laughs> announcement. Yeah. That's what we're doing, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. Uh, all I got to say is that you know I'm going to be in here for the next. Uh, a couple of weeks, kind of staring at my dog, and uh, and uh, I was sitting there watching uh, television. I was on Netflix, and it was like, have you found just between you and me, television yeah, has gotten... No, and, and, and the listeners. And, and, and the you guys yeah. out there, but, you know, I mean, you know, speak up if you agree with me out there. Uh-huh. Is it me, or is, uh, has television got really kind of... Debbie Downer. <laughs> I just, oh, I just was sitting there watching. I said, "They're like serial killers." I, I swear to God, Netflix is the serial killer network, man. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> you know, yeah, letter opener killers and potato salad murderers, and you know, I mean, there's a special for them, you know, you know, and there's a special for each one of them, and then you got the zombies. Which started out with uh, you know Walking Dead, right? And now yeah. it's Fear the Walking Dead, or you know, and, and I mean, singing they, and dance, singing and dancing. Yeah, they're working. Yeah. A, they're working a, another one. It's called Ignore the Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, and then the other one is I'm sick of the Walking Dead. You know, now yeah. you, can, you know, <laughs> I'm just it, shuffling, shuffling. The, dead. The zombie, yeah, you know, it's like I did watch <laughs> Walking Dead. For like a season or three, but when I started noticing that even the cast of characters that are supposed to be endangered by the zombies kind of viewed them as an annoyance, 
<laughs> you know, it's, it's like they view, it was not terror anymore. It was kind of apathy. It was like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so. Now, I, I, I stopped watching uh, it when that poor tor- tormented little boy yeah. uh, who, who was trying to grow into his father's cowboy hat. Um, oh, just he kept was cute too. More, more and more anno- annoying. Yeah. Did you see? Like, I saw part of it. I'm getting off on a tangent, guys. I don't care. I see the. No, uh, it's your show. It's your show, Bill. Yeah, it is basically. <laughs> we can talk about Washington too. I guess we could. Uh, anyway, that's just I'm a walking dead geek. Uh, and then I saw. I, I got to say one other thing. Nomadland. If if you are El- like that? Nomadland. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was thinking, watching that the other day, and I said there, I said, God damn it, in this country, it's a horror story. You know, a real horror story. In America, America, it's a preview of coming attractions. Uh, You know, I mean, it's like, (laughs) seriously. Can you imagine that you got the seniors card and the first movie that you could see with a discount was that? <laughs> <laughs> he'd run, he'd, yeah, well, he'd Fucking kill just yourself. kill yourself, man. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit in a bucket with Francis McDormand the rest of my fucking day. <laughs> Christ's sake, man. That's really fucking hot. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, how are we going? <laughs> Maybe we should start. I don't know. Uh, oh, I was going to say, did you did you get that nice letter from Val? Val from Glens Falls. Oh no, she I haven't. Come, I've I've been indisposed. She wants to come on the show. Oh, I'd love to have Val on the show. Uh, yeah, I said we will do a three way, um, a Zoom, you know, and record it. Yes. No, don't don't go there. Don't go there. I didn't, uh, Randy. You're the pervert. Uh, it's not me. Uh, you know what I mean. We'll just do a three-way Zoom, and we'll record it and strip the audio, and and I think that would be a hoot. I think. And put, how about and she's gang? Agree, what she's do you think? Wouldn't that it? be yeah. a hoot? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's agreed to it. So there we I go. love yeah. Val. Yeah, I love it. She would be our yeah. first um, audience guest. I know you've had you've had one from Florida, oh, I think. Oh, I did, it? I did. I had uh, Lee from Florida. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Long time yeah. ago. Yeah, a long time ago. But mm. she, we haven't had guests here, so folks, you know, yeah. your chance may be coming up. You never know. Just yeah. t- tell everybody how much you love the Bill Show. That's right, the Bill Show. We are uh, still on. All the politics this week. All the politics this week. And uh, with that ham-fested intro, I'm going to go straight into the news from Washington. What do you you say? (laughs) Give me the news theme, ladies and gentlemen. The news from the United States, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, Randy, let's have the news theme. Uh, Hello, Mr. Mr. America, and all ships to sea. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. This is Walter Walter Winkler. (laughs) From from the USA, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, What has been happening in the last couple of weeks around Washington? Well, from our perspective here in Melbourne, Australia. Because it comes here first, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Uh, New York prosecutors have convened a special grand jury to consider evidence in a criminal investigation into... Former President Donald Trump's business dealings? How is that possible? What? That's my... (laughs) Seriously. A grand jury has been selected 
It will take another six months to ascertain to seek indictments against Donald Trump. And I thought to myself, six months? Are you serious? That's like spending six months wondering where the funny smell is coming from when a bear shits in your den. Come on, guys. <laughs> Let's get this straight. This man committed a felony on national television two years ago when he claimed to have fired Colby because of a Russia investigation. If there's a photo next to a, a word of the dictionary corrupt, it would be his family album. This isn't fucking Jessica Fletcher. Uh, the reason I was... Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I just went off of it. <laughs> the reason... That's I love it. I the love it. Reason, <laughs> the reason I'm really frustrated here is, um, look, uh, I, I'm talking for the Bill Show, and I, I know I'm talking for you, Randy, and, and me, and I, I just want to make this as... Emilus, Emilus, yeah, all, yeah, all of us here at the Bill Show, and I, I talked to Reverend Manning and out front, and he agrees totally, and Bernie Sanders, the socialist dog, also agrees totally, and uh, what I'd like to say is... No, he thinks it's, he thinks it's a bit rough. Yeah, he thinks it's, it's a, a bit, bit rough, rough. But uh, I want you, <laughs> as as I would like to say for all people watching American politics, we've been very patient. <laughs> we've watched and waited through Mueller, impeachment one, <laughs> impeachment two, <laughs> impeachment three, the revenge. I don't know. <laughs> we watched him personally incite a fucking ride at the Capitol, and we are yeah. incapable of getting excited <laughs> anymore <laughs> when you guys tell us that he's going to go to jail. We're, we just can't get excited. We've been aroused too often with no payoff, kind of like Melania. Uh, so <laughs> it's true. Yes, Robert Mueller has put saltpeter in our oatmeal and quelled our natural expectation of a Jolly good time. Uh, now, some on the right side of politics would say that it's all vindictive and revenge against Trump, and I want you to know that you're absolutely right. <laughs> oh, absolutely. sure, the perks of getting America's quasi-democracy back and not having to wake up wondering whether America's lard-ass idiot had found the nuclear codes has obviously put a spring in all of our steps. But can I have the music, please? Can I have the music, please? We want to see him go down. <laughs> I want to yeah. watch it on television. More awkward appearances in front of courtrooms. I want to see Rudy Giuliani's sweat glands gush. Grecian formula hair dye from every fucking pore. I want to watch these fucking vermin put in a legal dog-fighting death bin, throw in some raw meat, and watch them turn on each other. Kirstner, Ivanka, Don Jr. flipping on each other. Oh, <laughs> Randy's taking bets and I'm filming it. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Randy. That's okay. Sorry, you can see there. Uh, change your, yeah, change your pants. Change I, your pants. I think I need some tissues. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't use that crusty old sock anymore, please. And some ointment. <laughs> But see, there it is again. I got all excited for no apparent reason. <laughs> because evidently it's good. Can I just add? It's going to yeah. take six months, Randy. Six months. Yeah. But it looks like it's happening uh, not only in the New York Attorney General's office, but it's also happening uh, through uh, what's happening to Rudy. It's coming at him from three or four places. What I can't understand, Rudy, is... Uh, mm. 
uh, Rudy. I called you Rudy. Whatever I can't understand, Randy. That's okay. You've called yeah, you call Rudy. Worse. Uh, what I can't understand is just don't call me late. Just don't call me late for dinner. Why do you suppose the Republicans uh, can't uh, you know get rid of this guy? I, I, what, I, what I'm saying is is so obvious to everybody who's watching that. Uh, people like uh, Ryan and stuff like that are being sent by uh, huge donors who are screaming because the party won't get free of this guy before, obviously, you know, indictments are going to come down. And uh, with any, there's a possibility that he could be indicted and uh, charged and have a trial that starts around when the midterms start. And that's going to be, that's going to be fabulous for me. For the Republican Party. <laughs> I think the G... Well, the GOP is now called the GQP because uh, so many of them are QAnon yeah, no, now. Yeah. I think... Uh, and, and the thing is, is the people are still going on about this well, big Why steal. don't they leave him? Why, uh, and I'm, why, uh, what is... <laughs> He's the legitimate president. He's the legitimate president. They're, they're still yeah. saying... What I think... Yeah, but practically they? and politically... Uh, when does it get so bad for the Republicans that they're going to have to step away? What would it take? Do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Look at the look at the people. They had thirty five uh, Republicans uh, voted against the the special commission for the uh, uh, January sixth oh, yeah, insurrection. Thirty five Republicans voted against. That's astounding, man. And guess what party? Guess part, what yeah, party they were yeah, from? Yeah, and I, I don't want to ever. Yeah. He, I don't want to hear Republican. a Republican talk about Benghazi for the rest of their fucking life. Okay, <laughs> ever, ever. No, ever. that was like on a foreign land. For- this is like the capital. You know. Oh, God. Well, anyway, uh, there was a story that I really thought was quite interesting. It came from the Palmer Report. Uh, Randy, uh, and uh, it's yeah. basically underlining what's happening with the investigation of uh, Rudolph Giuliani is that we're slowly but surely finding out that that, we, we talked about it last show, that we're slowly and surely finding out that the connections to Russia that everybody pointed to during the impeachment investigation are absolutely true. <laughs> and just as everybody said so. So just this week, Randy, just this week. Just this week, uh, yeah. Just this week, Randy, federal judge Amy Berman Jackson just ordered the release of damning documents containing new details about the former Trump presidential campaign chair Paul Manafort's giving information <laughs> to the Russians, uh, where he conspired with a Russian operative named, and here he's a he's a flash from the past. You remember this guy? Konstantin Kalimnik. Oh, yeah, I remember him. <laughs> you remember Konstantin Kalimnik? <laughs> yeah, good old Khan. Good old Khan, yeah. This is why, this is why when you uh, go back into the kind of nuts and bolts of the Russia investigation, it really does read like a very bad spy novel. <laughs> like <laughs> done moose, by like moose people and who are moose truly and squirrel, incompetent. Yeah. Moose and squirrel, or like... Um, Moose and Squirrel, yeah. yeah spy, spy versus spy, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's like uh, Constantine Kalimnik, I always thought should have, it's a name that should be said by Don Adams. <laughs> <laughs> 
in the middle of Get Smart. Now, I'm going to do it now. Here it is. No, Chief. His name was Constantine Kalimnik. <laughs> Under the cone of silence. Under the cone of silence, I talked to Constantine Kalimnik. <laughs> Missed him by that much. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I can't say. Anyway, so Konstantin Kalimnik actually is a guy who works for, you know, Russian intelligence. There's no buffer. Hey, that's an know. oxymoron, <laughs> isn't it? Russian intelligence? Yeah, Russian intelligence. I don't know. But he's an actual guy. He's an actual spy. That's what he does. Yeah. Uh, as an aside, it should be noted, and I wanted to, I've been listening to this for a very long time. As a aside, it should be noted. Now, what we are seeing here is proof that the Trump administration, through their campaign manager, Paul Manafort, passed internal documents to Russian intelligence to coordinate Russia's uh, cyber attacks on the election. Yeah. Now, that is, about, that is treason, man. That is just fucking out there treason or conspiracy. It is, it is, it is totally illegal to try to win an election with the help of a foreign intelligence organization. Yeah. But a lot of people a lot of people have kind of like I don't know why, but a lot of people kind of like, ah, oh, you know, it did, it didn't happen. Yeah, Who cares? we did it in Nicaragua. We did it in uh Yeah, what the yeah, we did it. We, yeah, we, we did it. And then killed people like Allende and yeah. all of them. Yeah. Which is a false equivalence. Yeah. Because if <laughs> your president is passing top secrets to the, the fucking Russians. Russians. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it should be noted that journalists, pundits, and politicians have all minimized the magnitude and seriousness of Russia's efforts to help elect Donald Trump by routinely referring to it, and this is my favorite word for it, Russian meddling. Oh, meddling. <laughs> that sounds yeah, they, like a Russian name. I heard name. that. It's Igor meddling. Russian yeah. meddling. Yeah, yeah, Igor meddling. It's not, it's not treason. It's not treason. It's meddling. Yeah. <laughs> Let it, let me make it, this clear. It, it, I I on behalf of the bill, sh- I have to make this clear. And uh, just let me get this out here, okay? Let's make this clear. Meddling is what those crazy kids do when Judge Brown pretends to be a ghost at the amusement park before Shaggy, Veronica, and Scooby arrive with the mystery machine. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's meddling, those yeah. meddling kids. Meddling is what your mother does when she invites that lovely Dr. Sheldon Epstein to the family's dinner party because you're single and you're living alone in an apartment with three cats at 34. That's meddling. <laughs> There's no meddling here. <laughs> meddling is something your grandmother does. You know, it's 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 a nice word. Oh, don't meddle, honey. You know that yeah. shit. This is treason. It is now clear that Manafort authorized the dissemination of this specific information, that is to share internal campaign polling data with Konstantin Kalimnik. Konstantin Kalimnik. And Vladimir Putin. Now, I know how many times I have to be the kid in the back row with his hand up, and I, I do this on the show Me, me, a lot, pick me, me, will, me, pick me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Randy, you're the one person that listens to me. Yeah. <laughs> I will ask again, what the fuck does a white man have to do to get arrested in that fucking country? <laughs> <laughs> On the lighter side of the news, Randy, uh, Republican lawmakers in Texas 
have announced their reaction to the new spate of mass shootings in America. You know that? They have done that, uh, Randy. Uh, Texas is poised to remove one of its last gun restrictions after lawmakers approved allowing people to carry handguns without a license and the background check and training to go with it. The Republican-dominated legislature... Jesus Christ, man. Uh, The Republican-dominated legislature approved the measure on Monday, sending it to Governor Greg Abbott, who has said he will sign it despite the objections of law enforcement groups who say it would endanger the public and police. Mr. Abbott arrived to the ceremony immediately praised the legislation. Jesus, we've been in COVID lockdown for half a year. Our our homicide stats are awful. (laughs) They're just pathetic. We're confident we can still make the top five this year if we just loosen things up a bit. (laughs) And finally, The Guardian left us with this, ladies and gentlemen. And and there's no joke here. It really is. It's It's just not a joke. Really, seriously, no joke. Uh, Finally, The Guardian left us with this. Billionaire Charles Koch Foundation, otherwise known as the Dark Lord's The Death Star, uh, the Koch brothers, has uh, contributed once more to the well-being of America. Uh, The Koch Foundation has bankrolled three conservative legal groups leading the court of battle to eliminate prohibitions against tenant evictions during the COVID-19 pandemic in America. That's terrific. They're eliminating prohibitions. They, they want them. So here's the deal with what the Koch brothers are doing and why they should be, you know, if if God in his in his likeness decides to bless someone with cancer, I would like to volunteer <laughs> Charles Koch and the Koch brothers. Yeah. Except the one that went. You know, what are, what are the one that's died? Yeah, the yeah, one yeah. that died. You're you're done. Okay. Uh, Rupert Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch, and the Koch brothers. I keep seeing good people die of cancer these days, and those of you know that my wife, uh, my dear dear wife of thirty four years, died last year. So I'm a I'm a widow, (laughs) you know, and uh, Er, er, widower. Yeah, and uh, I've never talked about that on the show because it's not my job to depress you people. Job to annoy you people. What we're talking about American politics. We're talking about American place, and that's not depressing. That's not depressing. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, losing your love of your life after thirty-four years—that's the big one. That's the that's that's the big fucker. <laughs> and you guys who have had grief in your life, you know that. But let me not digress into a wallow of you know your host's problems. I just have watched people die of cancer for the last four or five years. And I've been in cancer wards, and uh, it's something that my friend always said. He's a um, he's a, a cancer doctor, you know, um, and uh, he's my best friend. And uh, he went off to become an oncologist, and I went off to become an actor. Yeah, I guess which one was the more lucrative. So he <laughs> so he's my friend who has a you know, and he used to say that he couldn't tell people uh, that they had cancer anymore. He just couldn't do it anymore. You know why? He said he couldn't do it because all the people that he thought were really good people were always benign. Uh, no, all the people that he thought were just sleaze bags were always benign, and all the good people get cancer, and. 
that's a long way for me to go to say that there are certain people in this world that these diseases should be fucking reserved for. And then it is Charlie Coke, ladies and gentlemen. So let me get back to it. Uh, yeah. At the same time, the Coke, Coke's corporate empire has suddenly stepped up its real estate purchases during the pandemic, including making large investments in real estate companies and uh, potential financial interest in eliminating eviction restrictions. It is true humility that we give this week's Charles Dickens Are There No Workhouses Award to the aging fascist racist right-wing activities of Charles Cohn. Cook's using his foundation to grease the wheel to throw those who lost their jobs during COVID out of their homes. Coke then invests in real estate firms buying up the property for pennies on the dollar. <laughs> you know, seriously, I, I was going to take out that stuff about cancer, but I really do believe it. Good people, you know, this, the, the world would be better off if people like Rupert Murdoch and Charles Koch weren't there. Exactly. I'm sorry. I, do I wish them dead? Well, if God wants to do it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't object to it. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say Am no. Am I saying that you should run off and do something against the law? Absolutely not. I'm just saying, God, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Did you ever look, you know, I, I remember there was a great joke somebody told me once uh, about... Uh, <laughs> Ayatollah Khomeini. Um, there was a uh, there was a uh, uh, scare that the Ayatollah Khomeini was gonna die, and uh, the next day Lucille Ball died. At which point, somebody turned to me and he said he looked up in the heavens and went, "Good aim." <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake, man! Can't you get one thing right? <laughs> no, Seriously, and then we got uh, Dick, Dick Cheney walking around with somebody else's fucking heart. <laughs> you know, I mean, all these cocksuckers—they live to be ninety and hundred years old. You know, <laughs> son of a bitch. Mm. Anyway, that's about all I have to say. It's twenty-six minutes in, and um, I'm going to let you get back to uh, maybe having a bit of a rant yourself. And uh, oh, well, uh, we can we can tell jokes. We, we can tell have, jokes. Uh, we can rant, do anything uh, we, we want. We, it's our podcast. Co- can I tell you? Yeah, can I tell you a couple of sure, jokes? Go. All right. Seeing as we're in the, a moment of history, yeah. what is the difference between Jim Jones and Donald Trump? <laughs> Jim, uh, Trump made you pay for the Kool Aid. That's right. I, I told you that. <laughs> Nothing gets. And, the, and, the, and once again, the Flat Earth Society have promoted themselves by saying we have members all around the globe. Tis <laughs> <laughs> true, tis true. Uh, do you have. Yeah, do you know? And do, do you know um, that the former uh, FBI assistant director. Mm-hmm. Uh, has said it's time for members of the Trump family to individually lawyer up. Yeah. Because they're going to come after all. Now the Trump organization's under criminal investigation. Mm. We're going after each of the children. Yeah. They're going down. You yeah. Got, and you know, the, the, the lawyer, yeah. The, uh, they're, they're all going down. Well, once you've had uh, the uh, chief operating officer, what's his name? 
Um, mm. His name escapes me right now, and I should have it in front of me, but I don't. Once you've got but him, but he won't. He won't escape because we did. Mm. We did something on him. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, last the, year, the man with the man with all the inside yeah. info. Yeah, he knows where everything is. You know, and here's here's one for. Here, yeah, he'll he'll if they can milk him, they're all goners. Yeah, yeah. I just hope I hope he doesn't do an Epstein. You know. Yeah, I I think that uh, the the Republican Party's in the process of suicide. I think it's pure suicide <laughs> because in oh the GQ the GQP yeah oh in a year, look in a year. That family is going to be knee deep in lawsuits, in in uh, fraud, in all these mm-hmm. things. You look at uh, look uh, Biden's popularity rating last week was sixty two percent. Sixty two percent of the American people say he's doing a good job. You know, <laughs> they're just grateful that they're here. The only yeah. that thirty percent isn't enough for Donald to do anything with, and it certainly isn't enough. Mm-hmm. For the um, uh, the Republicans to do anything, so mm. I mean they're looking to wedge certain races just to keep alive, and that's why they're hanging on to that racist thirty percent. I think it's going to backfire yeah, on but, them big time, and it doesn't but, matter. Yeah, which but wh- why are they why are they so unwilling to go after the January sixth people then? Because they're doing math. Why? No, they don't, the, the January 6th inquiry is going to show yeah. that a bunch of Republicans actually met with some of these assholes before the January 6th uh, riot. Yeah. And gave them fucking tours. That's what it's going to show. Yeah. And uh, Republicans don't necessarily want that. Plus, you know, um, they have to cozy up to Trump. They, they are absolutely, totally, I, I, I finding it amazing. Um, now, spiritually, I hate. I think the whole Republican Party should be just torn down. I think it's a, it's a corrupt organization in its essence, and it needs to be torn down. But I'm not going to have yeah. to do that. They're going to do it. You know what I mean? Uh, I think we should help whenever possible. <laughs> yeah, but if they keep electing and supporting people like that, how how are you going to get anywhere? Uh, that is a question. That is a question yeah. that we, we we must consider. Yeah. I guess. Hey, listen. And, and here's here's one for you. What? Um, you, you remember your friend, the QAnon shaman? Oh yes. Who can only eat uh, uh, food from uh, organic sources and lives in his mother's basement? Mm-hmm. Um, he attacked the U.S. Capitol along with everybody else. His lawyer has said that his client should be freed because January 6th attackers like him are short bus people, uh, people with brain damage. <laughs> they are the goddamn, on the goddamn spectrum, and they were subjected to four-plus years of goddamn propaganda, the likes of which the world has not seen since Hitler. Now, this is what his lawyer has, has said in public. Do you think that these people are short bus brain damaged? Uh, I mean, that's a terrible thing to say, and disabled people should be up in arms if they have well, them. You know, but I'm I mean, saying that I, I, I addressed this on a previous show where I said that 
you know, we we look at that as being somewhat absurd that somebody would claim to have brain damage and therefore did something terrible at the Capitol. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. I I think that there's a lot to be said for the fact that Rupert Murdoch and right-wing radio, as it started out and after Nixon, yeah. it, it, it hasn't been recent. This is the, you know, people look at the Trump times and these Republicans are trying to sell you that this whole thing started when Trump came. It didn't start when Trump came. This, no, it's always been this there. This cultism within the Republican Party goes all the way back to Nixon. It just goes yeah, all the way back, and, and it's given. You just have been given permission. Yeah, but that's why you've you just been given permission. You know, that's why I find it really, you know, that people have no sense of history. I mean, Roger Stone is a Nixon guy. He yeah, he's still got the tattoo on, his, on back. his back. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I was a Watergate baby, so I read the transcripts when I was in high school, and yeah, I know all I those that. names. And they keep popping up, you know. I mean, all these people who were either appointed by Nixon, you, you know, you look at uh, the entire Bush uh, dynasty. They had Nixon, Nixon yeah. appointees all through that. And that mm-hmm. disease that formed this Republican Party that was really building its entire power base on um, a Southern strategy that eff- effectively – emphasized um, fascist, racist, you know, appealing to people's race. Uh, Racism, uh, you know, on this whole cult of kind of like victimhood that the Republicans Mm. consistently have. They, they, uh, victimhood. And they've learned, they learned through those years to have this base of, you know, uh, drift glass over it. Professional left calls them programmable meat bags. I think it's exactly true. <laughs> I think it's the best. By the way, drift glass, best of the left, not best of the left, but uh, 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 drift glass and blue gal over it. The professional left. Yeah. They're right because it is propaganda and it has been effective. And that means the third. You just ring that. You ring that bell. Yeah. And they start salivating yeah. and they come out barking. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let's take a break and we'll get back with your stuff. Oh, I've got some funny stuff. Now, we're trying to avoid copyright issues, so I've got two great songs, great, great songs from 1931 and 1935, which are out of copyright, but I think will really have you toe-tapping. Oh, I can't wait to have my toes tapped. All right, folks. Yeah, okay, here we go. We will be back in just a moment with Randy's rant. Stay tuned, gents. American opportunity has no limits, has been known to knock more than once. How about you very young people who see a tough life ahead? Well, when Lee surrendered to Grant at Appomattox, Booker T. Washington was a nine-year-old slave. Yet by the time he was 28, he became president of Tuskegee Institute. And at eight months, Neil Armstrong took his first small baby step toward mankind and fell flat on his face. At six years old, Mickey Mantle was settling for a base on balls. At seven, Will Chamberlain nailed a practice hoop over his garage without a ladder. And at eight, Charles Lindbergh was flying a kite, wondering how it'd feel to be up that high. At nine, Bert Bacharach was thinking the piano lessons had never end. How many of you are pushing 50 and complaining that the country is going to hell? 
Crispus Attucks was in his 40s when he died on State Street in Boston, fighting for the freedom that we share. And John F. Kennedy was 44 when he asked not what his country could do for him, but what he could do for his country. And how many of you over 65 are just settling down now to rest after a busy life? Well, a fellow by the name of Eisenhower, who had already lived one lifetime as a soldier, was re-elected to the presidency when he was 67 years young. Well, by now I've made my point, or I never will. Oh, there's one other thing. Every man and woman or child I've ever known, met, seen or heard of, wants one thing more than anything else in the world. That one thing is tomorrow. Tomorrow, that's the only thing any of us have going for us. And I believe this. If tomorrow all of us, every single one of us, gets out of bed and says, this is my country and I'm going to do good for it, we'll make the greatest step forward since a pilgrim's foot found Plymouth Rock. Tomorrow, remember, this is my country and I'm going to do good for it. Just might work. We'll never know unless we give it a fair try. Oh yeah, and there's one other thing I'll say tomorrow because I say it every day of my life. God bless America. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. Because it's time once again for Randy's Rant. You unfroze the Duke. <laughs> yeah, I, I dug him up. I dug him up. Well, no, he's actually frozen with, next to Walt Disney. Yeah, um, that's it. He's, he's like yeah. in Futurama. He's def- like one of the little heads. I, def- I defrosted him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I was just going to say, young John yeah. Wayne, that was 1973. Yeah. Um, but I think, as I said to you, it's just as relevant today. Mm-hmm. That's true. As it was then. You in know, 19, I, in 19, I, Yeah, go on. I know that John Wayne was a right-wing lunatic. Yeah. But I got to say, that speech, I didn't have a problem with that. <laughs> At no. all. At no, all. he was conservative. He was conservative, mm. but so was uh, Charles no, Nixon. But off yeah. his nut, conservative, really. Uh, yeah. But Did I, that. But in nineteen, yeah, just before he made that speech, yeah. nineteen sixty nine, um, I auditioned for a John Wayne movie. Did you? Uh, Tell the me. The Cowboys. About it. Where uh, the Cowboys? I was as the little fat kid. Oh, Timothy um, Bottoms is in that, isn't he? Tim Bottoms? No, no. Uh, none of the Bottoms were in it. Tell me about the audition. It, it, well, it was just a short... I mean, they were just looking for kids for that movie. But, mm-hmm. you know, that was uh, one of the only movies in which John Wayne dies being killed by somebody, and it was Bruce Dern. Yeah. And Bruce Dern has said many, many times, I had a hard time getting work after that. Because people kept sort of like superimposing my killing John Wayne with me. Yeah. yeah. So, because Bruce Dern was always a bit of a weird. And I think the only thing he did after that that was of any significance would have been um, 
you know, the thing with the spaceships, you know. Um, oh, yes, uh, Silent Running. But here's yeah, the thing about right. Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern during that time, he was always playing crazy guys. You know, like yeah. Black Sunday, which the uh, the blimp explodes yeah. over the Super Bowl. And, you know, I mean, he was your go-to crazy. And, yeah. um, uh, but uh, I got to say, the speech that you've given us from, from that. From I'm, 1973, I'm, yeah. Yeah, it's a very good thing. I find it really cool that you auditioned for a John Wayne film. Oh, Bill, I've auditioned for a few things and been in a few things. But the point is, is it's it's often the ones you don't get that uh, mm. give you good memories. But, uh, mm. yeah, that was mm. a long time. I mean, not, I would have been 15, and I really yeah. didn't think of the – I didn't think of the significance of that. Um, During that time, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, there wild. you go. Uh, that's wild. Uh, I just hey. – uh, uh, yeah. Okay, let's rant. Yeah. Let's rant, ladies and gentlemen. I you go for it, guys. Particular rant mm. that is, I won't say is near and dear to my heart because I'm a man. Right. But um, in the United States right now, it's easier to get abortion banned than it is to get people to have an ID for buying a gun. Yeah. And the point is, is mm. that uh, a woman can have sex with a hundred guys, mm. but only get pregnant once. Hmm. And only have one baby a year. Hmm. Yet a guy can have sex with a hundred women, and hmm. and if luck has it, have a hundred pregnancies from one guy. That's the so way biology are, works. Yes, yeah, that's the yeah, way it works. Why? Okay, why are we arguing about, about abortion? Regulating women? No, no. Why are we regulating women's reproductive rights? No, I, I, the, I, I you're talking the, to the yes, choir here, man. The, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we both have children, and we both have daughters. Well, we're both married to women, that, you know. I mean, uh, who who are smart, you know, intelligent women yeah, who we respect. The, you know, I yeah, mean, but I, the I, point I point is, is why regulate the reproductive rights of a woman when it's mm. actually the, the the man and men are never held to, to account. Men mm. can can get a woman uh, pregnant and then not allow her to have her abortion in some states. Hmm. But Texas, hmm. Texas, I think, has really crossed the line now. What happened in your Texas? Fr- your, friend go- your friend, Governor Abbott. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, Abbott! Hey, Abbott! Um, <laughs> now, now, they've introduced the death penalty for what? women who get an abortion. What? They've introduced... And also... They have what's now called the heartbeat bill. That what's they that? can you can cannot get an abortion if you have a heartbeat, a fetal heartbeat, which can happen as early as six weeks. So no, you're so telling the, me that in Texas they're pushing a bill to execute someone who has an abortion? Well, the death penalty as a you know, for I mean they're not gonna they probably it probably will never happen. And in fact, because of Roe versus Wade, you can still get an abortion in all fifty states legally. Yeah, but there, but states are allowed to legislate, so they've brought in that as a penalty. It doesn't mean it's ever going to get used, but the mere fact that there are men thinking that mm. there are men mm. thinking that mm. is disgusting. Mm. Now, I've got a little clip here. Mm-hmm. I've got a little clip that mm. I would like to. Um, uh, play, which mm-hmm. outlines this bu- bill, which is only a, a week old. Oh, wow. And also, 
yeah, and we also hear from uh, a representative from the uh, Planned Parenthood. Wow, but the that's thing amazing. Is, is, yeah, the thing is, is that, and before you play the clip, Bill, yeah. they have they they're about twelve states have legislation ready to be enacted the day after Roe versus Wade. Or they down. keep calling it Roe v. Wade, yeah. is overturned. Mm-hmm. So they actually have legislation that says on the day after Roe v. Wade is overturned by the Supreme Court, this bill becomes law. Now, is that like, that's just the worst kind of, of sort of like, not even it's not even proactive. It's just disgusting to have Let's a bill to ready to find out. Let's go to the clip yeah. and find out something about it. Okay, yeah. this is right. the clip. Who is it? Who, who, is the, who am I listening clip? to? Uh, oh, sorry. I'll just bring her up. Um, anyway, they introduce themselves in in the clip. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll, all right. I'll, Here I'll, it I'll, is. I'll back announce. For Randy's rant, and uh, this is about the Texas law that they're they're toying around with the idea of uh, giving you the death penalty if you have an abortion. Great. Fantastic. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Texas Governor Greg, Greg Abbott, in a room filled mostly with men, signed one of the country's strictest abortion restrictions into law yesterday. It bans abortion, even in cases of rape and incest. And before most women even know that they're pregnant. Texas is the 12th state to pass the law banning abortions as early as six weeks, though courts have stopped those other laws from going into effect. It's all part of a broader attempt by the Republican state legislatures to limit women's reproductive rights. According to a recent report, over 500 abortion restrictions have been introduced in 44 states just this year alone, and access to abortions are now threatened On the federal level, too, the Supreme Court's recent decision to hear a challenge to Mississippi's abortion ban poses a direct threat to Roe v. Wade. And if Roe is struck down, abortion would be completely banned in at least 10 states, which have already passed what's called a trigger law to automatically ban abortion the minute Roe doesn't exist. Alexis McGill-Johnson is the president and CEO of Planned Parenthood, and she joins me now. Alexis, it's so great to see you tonight. Thank you for being here. You too, Zerlina, and I really appreciate. And before we jump in, I just want to like remind people that abortion is still legal in all 50 states right now, and that despite their damnedest to uh, try to create all of these uh, horrible, diabolical restrictions, it is still possible and legal to get abortion in Texas. And, you know, I'm very concerned because these laws are so intended to sow disinformation and chaos before we have time to, you know, uh, rely on um, some of our backstops and our and our uh, protests, essentially, to uh, to stop these horrible bans. Oh, Randy, that uh, that doesn't really say that they're going to kill anyone, you know. Well, no, that was a, a press article. So uh, but I don't think they ever will. So where did you get this idea that there were going to be death penalties in abortion clinics? No, 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 no. The death penalty for having an abortion was Mm. from a newspaper article, Mm. but that clip was from MSNBC. Now, the announcer, her name is uh, Chris Hayes, Mm. and the other lady was the CEO of um, Mm. Planned Parenthood. 
Now I will right. get you the I will get you the the article because it's still in my uh, memory. Oh, I'd be interested uh, to see the article. Memory, I mean, yeah. it, it's it's absolutely true that you know. I mean, this is insane. Uh, over sixty percent of Americans, uh, I think it's more than that, think abortion should be safe and legal. Um, yeah, seventy percent apparently. Seventy percent. Well, it isn't even a conversation here. No, no, you know not I mean? in Australia, no, because it's been legal since the 70s. Yeah, people like uh, Abbott, the governor there, yeah. he doesn't care about abortion. He doesn't. He I swear to, to God, half of the concern, people that are doing yeah. this, they don't give a shit about abortion. You know what they give a shit about? They give a shit about an issue that, that, that they can basically push on their 30% moron base to yeah. get them up in arms into the polls. These politicians that are running this shit, they don't give a shit about it. You think that Greg Abbott cares about abortion? Really? No. No. He's just concerned that, you know, if he ever has an affair with some, you know, aide, that she can get one. You know, so I'm, so I'm sorry, man. I, I, I just look at this and I go, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you don't believe shit. You know, and and yeah. the, the basis of republicanism Certainly, I could never understand why a, a, a woman would vote for a Republican anyway. You know what but I mean? I mean, why were they? Why were there women at the signing of this bill? Very few of them, but they were all applauding and everything. They were all wearing red, which I thought, oh, there are a bit of Handmaid's Tale happening mm-hmm. here. But yeah. I, maybe that was code. But there mm-hmm. were actually women in the room. But I would say that nine out of ten in the room were men. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I just think but, that's wrong. But I mean, it's like in strict conservative kind of, you know, religious households, and I'm not talking about Christian households. I'm talking about the pet, you know, the speaking in tongues shit. You know, the, you know, the the, the, the mega church incorporated bank gang. They uh, they they know that uh, some of them really do believe that abortion is awful. Yeah, I, I get that. But the people yeah. who actually run this politically don't care. You know, they I know. They're just, the they're just, they just pandering, pandering to the lowest common denominator. Now, here's the uh, quote from MSNBC uh, New, uh, for NBC News and the Texas Tribune. Texans um, who get abortions could face the death penalty. Um, wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, it'll make the attempting to make abortion punishable by death. Now, this is for this law, which was introduced uh, in uh, early April, but has now been passed into law. Now, uh, here's something else that I think is is just the as The abortion awful. law? Really? Seriously? Yeah. Where so, did you, uh, where's, what, this what, is from what the report te- is that? The Texas Tribune, which is a Texas major Tribune. newspaper, and NBC.com. Oh, wow. That's insane, man. Oh yeah, yeah. But the point I, is, I, I just can't believe it. I, I, I literally, I just no. I'm, I'm just aghast. I mean, it's let's a fucking you know, Saudi Arabian, fucking, <laughs> you know, uh, real religious. You know, I these people are so similar to, uh, you know, the Handmaid's the, Tale. Oh, yeah. The, the you know the crazies in um, in the Middle East. You oh, know, yeah, where they kill the, homosexuals. You know, I mean, th- you know, throw them, throw them off the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's it is it is shocking. But even more shocking is the states that allow. Oh, let me say, the states that have um, 
problems with this. The st- uh, there are about 12 states that have laws against this and the trigger laws, like we're talking about Arkansas uh, and places like that. They also have laws which stymie or hamper an abortion. They can't make yeah. abortions illegal, but they make you have things like an internal ultrasound and you have to sit there without an anesthetic with oh. this enormous thing up your twat and look at your picture oh, of your baby. Oh my god, Brian. And, and look at a it's fucking barbaric. Look, looking at a picture of your fetus uh, before <laughs> they will sign permission. Now, many states have this internal ultrasound law. Bill, I'm telling you, it's really, really, really bad. Uh, <clears throat> but the thing is, is as soon as the baby's born, fuck off. We're not supporting no, no. it. Go I on know. the welfare. That, I said that's that. The part, that's the part I can't get. I don't understand No, I, I, I figured that one out when I was about 17. Yeah, you know, what I always marveled that? at, yeah, what I always marveled as a Democrat in New England, abortion was a big thing in, in, in Massachusetts. Because the Catholics are, you know, oh yeah. my God, you know, and uh, but it, I just ne- it never occurred. I always found it amazing that the same people that were on board with, you know, victimizing people who wanted to have an abortion, poor people who couldn't afford to have a kid, you know, all those things, yeah. would turn around and cut into social programs like they were going out of sow and force them to have a kid. Exactly. And, you know, it, 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 it's just psycho. It's and psycho. not take care of the kid or the wife. You know, and uh, the, the, the same mother. people, the, the same people that would be voting for, you know, right to life and life is precious yeah. were right behind, you know, Ronald Reagan would sit there and talk about bombing Russia and they'd be the first one saying, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah you know, they'd be uh, increase that defense budget by another hundred billion so we can bomb the shit out of people, you know, and they don't even notice that, you know. There's a difference. You can't in be states, right to life and then do that. Yeah, in, sta- in, the st- in states that do have uh, Planned Parenthood and sex education and access to birth control have incredibly mm. low abortion rates and low yeah. rates of teenage pregnancy. They're going to yep. do it whether you like it or not. Might as well, well make we don't it- want them to do it in the back alley where they're going to get infected and they're going to die. Exactly. I mean, well, I, not I, just I, the abortions, but even just having sex. They're going to do it but anyway. But here's the here's the bottom line that I know you believe and I believe. It's none yeah. of your fucking business. Exactly. It's none of your fucking business. You can judge. You don't like abortion. Don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You, so there you go. You, you, you don't do like not take, have you the right yeah. to sit there and say to somebody else how to live their lives. Hmm. Sorry, and if you, your religion if you don't does want not your children to, to get other pregnant. People. Yeah, yeah. If you don't your want your son not to, to knock somebody up, if yeah. you don't want your son to knock somebody up, give him a pocket full of condoms. If you yep. don't want your daughter to get pregnant, give her a pocket full of condoms. Yep. Or give her access to abortion. And because she's goddamn it. Like, and when you're young and you use a condom, have sex. Oh, for fuck's yeah. sake, go out and have sex while you can. Because yeah. we're old, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm 62 and, and, now, so yeah. I'm 62. You make proper precautions and you go out and you have sex. I'm not yeah. saying you bang everything that moves, but Jesus Christ, why do we want to traumatize young people about sex? Why yeah. can't we just treat it as if it's a natural thing that we do and tell them how to get through it without harming themselves or other people? 
Exactly. I know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm talking crazy, right, Randy? Talking crazy. No, no, you're talking sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, is there is there button? anything else that you have for us today? I do. I do. I wanted to have a Randy's uh, a religious nut job because I haven't had one for a long time. Oh, can yeah. I have, you love a good religious nut can job, I, don't Can you? I have one, please? Absolutely. Who's this guy? Okay. Th- this is from uh, 2013. I thought it was, like, fake. But it's not. Um, it's yeah. uh, called. It's called rapping for Jesus. Rapping um, for Jesus. It's a pastor, uh, Pastor Jim Collerick, and his uh-huh. wife Mar- Mary Sue Collerick. And God bless uh, him, I say. From Dubuque, which Good is in Iowa. Him. Dubuque. Yeah. Um, now this two thousand thirteen song has been viewed over 74 million times on our favorite uh, uh, YouTube, our favorite channel, YouTube. Uh, He said he wrote it for uh, a Christian outreach program, and Uh his friend uh, videoed it. I'm not sure if it's fake or not, but it's bloody bloody funny, and I want you to play it. No, no, it's serious. This is a serious thing. Come on now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here we go. You wouldn't play my song. You wouldn't play my song, my comedy rapping. song. No, I want to play your rapping, your comedy song. The comedy song that he wanted to play was just, oh, God, you're a sick, twisted From 1931. Yeah, yeah, I'm not playing that. We're not talking about it. Okay, so here it is. This is uh, Rapping for Jesus. Here we go. Well, I wrote this song for the Christian youth. I want to teach kids the Christian truth. If you want to reach those kids on the street, then you got to do a rap to a hip-hop beat. So I gave my sermon an urban kick. My rhymes are fly, my beats are sick. My crew is big and it keeps getting bigger. That's because Jesus Christ is my nigga. He's a life changer, miracle arranger, born to the virgin mom in a manger, water to wine, he's a drink exchanger, and he died for your sins. I preach the word, that's my gig, and I rhyme better than Notorious Big. All the other MCs, I wish them well, but if you live in sin, you burn in hell. Now I'm going to pass the mic to my lovely wife. She's a fly MC and the light of my life. So the bust a rhyme without further ado. Take it away, Mary Sue. Jesus Christ is my nigga. He's the son of the original G. And he was sent to earth to elucidate the way that we should be. What? Like if another MC says, you're a freak, you're a lame butt rapper and your rhymes are weak. I don't get mad and I don't critique. I forgive him and turn the other cheek. I don't blaspheme and I don't brag. I don't cuss and my pants don't sag. I do exude a little Christian swag and I'm proud to be an American. Jesus Christ is a nigga. Let his light shine through ya. Let his love pop a cap in your butt and say hallelujah. Jesus Christ is a nigga. He's a homie MCJC, you see, he's an honest, caring, peace-loving nigga like me. If you do drugs and you think you're cool, you need to come to Sunday school. Put 
those drugs in a garbage can. Stand up tall, you're a Christian man. Word up. I'm freestyle. Hit me. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Sorry, sorry. Uh, no, 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 no! Don't say Jesus that word. Christ, all right, don't say that word. Don't say that word. I no, just no, sat no, there and I was and listening I, to the song, and I, and I heard these cheerful white people say the N word not once but fifteen times. Just smiles on their faces. It's double GA. They they did it like a street. Oh, did they? <laughs> they didn't say. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll explain that to. Was, uh, Nick, I'll explain yeah. that to all my all my friends when they go. Excuse me. <laughs> what the fuck did you say? <laughs> what the fuck did you say? Anyway, no, 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 back up, motherfucker. What the ahead, fuck did ahead. you just say to me? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Let's all do our Eddie Murphy voice. Eddie Murphy voice and. Uh, uh, or James, uh, D- James oh David Banning. Oh David my Benning. God! Oh my God! You know, it's like so. These people were rabbit, rabbit yeah, no, well, for Jesus. Yeah, and, uh, yeah well, guy. It, it's it's just yeah. you know, uh, I don't want to say that ethnic stereotypes really are here, but those are the two whitest yeah. people I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you should see them. You, know, you should see them. Like to be wearing, you, you know, know they're uh, wearing cowboy outfits in a Hammond organ. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just. <laughs> it is. It's just a little Hammond organ, a little drum <laughs> kit, you know. <laughs> by the way, if you were offended yeah. by the use of the N-word, it wasn't us. It wasn't us. It was uh, yeah. whoever this <laughs> fucker is. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. But the, the, re- the, re- yeah. the relentless cheeriness about using the N-word. Is just yeah. disgustingly hilarious. You know, because the pastor, they're completely the oblivious that suit. what they're doing is we'll get them killed. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody wants to look at if anybody wants to look at the music oh, video, God. uh please. Uh it's on oh, YouTube. Uh, Rapping for Jesus. Uh 2013. Oh, and uh it's Pastor Jim Colerick and Mary Sue. His wife, right. Mary Sue. Okay, that was something that I can't get out of my head now. I can't, it's like, it's uh, like, it's cheesy. You it's, can't unsee uh, it. It really, you just can't unsee it. You can't unhear it, yeah. It's Willie, dirty Willie, in my head. Uh, I'm glad you it's liked it. It's dirty in my head. Yeah, well, well, you should listen, you should have played no, my no, no, uh, song. No, no. I'm not I playing your song, you okay, because you're, you're an old twisted fuck. You really are. He found this song on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> because in 1930s, a pussy was your cat. So he thought it'd be humorous for us to have a, yeah. a, a, a 1931 song about a guy singing about his woman's pussy. Wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> he thought that was funny. He thought it was like, Listen, oh, my God, no, it, it really is. It's, it's talking it, about a clitoris. Oh, my God. And it's like, Randy, yeah. you're 12 years old in the back of a class. <laughs> I swear to God. I, well, I Bill, thought I yeah, 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 I'm still there. Bill, Bill, I'm still there. The they last are last row, row with a fucking fart cushion every every time I'm here. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the the other song, oh, the other song. Me. Okay, what? Which I, you won't, the other song you won't, yeah. you won't play uh, from 1935 was called Warm, Warm My Wiener. About, yeah, yeah. Uh, and wieners are like dick jokes. And he... What are you nine? Bill, <laughs> what are you? Bill, what are you fucking nine? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but both of those songs 
were double yeah. entendre. Ooh. They knew very, very well what they were saying. They knew very well what they were saying. Yes, Come yes, on, yes. Phil. Okay, it was very. Yeah. Our grandparents, our grandparents were. Yeah, cool. our grandparents were. Cena <laughs> like John Wayne, but uh, uh, this has been a very lengthy <laughs> show, folks. I, well, first you get your wagons. You know, I gotta go Pilgrims. now. Uh, yeah. We we've finished well and truly finished show two seven one, folks. Thanks very much for being with us. Yeah, thanks, Bill, for another good laugh. I, I like. I, I love, love working with, you, with you, and uh, don't don't get me any more. Even though we're what we're one hundred fifty kilometers. That's right, but don't apart. don't go to retrieve uh, any 20, 1929 songs anymore. That's it. Uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Uh, and um, Val, uh, hello. And I'd like to say hello to my dear, dear friend, Claudia, in Maine, and my dear friend, David, in Massachusetts, and Joe in Massachusetts, yeah. and uh, and... Uh, is this like yeah, romper, I, like I, just room people I know mirror, back ma- home. The magic mirror, yeah, magic, magic mirror. mirror. Oh, I see, I see Bill over Claudia, there. I love you. <laughs> you take care. You take care, everybody else. God bless. We'll see you. Bye bye. See you, Willie. Bye.